1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 971 FM Talk Podcast.
2: You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. Good Saturday afternoon and welcome to Right at Home with Rich. I'm your host, Rich Orris, and today I am super excited. This is going to be one of my favorite conversations for sure. We are talking all about insulation with Jim Oberts from Goalie Insulation. We're going to go from the attic to the basement. We plan to cover it all. And really, you know, what I like so much about this topic is how scientific it can get the information can get on you know insulation it doesn't only hold your home's temperature but it can also help control humidity condensation air infiltration freezing pipes i mean we got all these things going on and to get it right it really takes something good someone good so this is going to be an information packed show you're not going to want to miss plus of course we're going to have my on the road with rich segment and my hack just like every week don't miss out on either one of those to get things rolling though here to join me today is the keeper of all insulation knowledge jim oberts with goalie insulation jim how you doing today
3: doing great thanks for having me on your show
2: no absolutely i appreciate you taking the time out to join us i know right now boy things are busy it's crazy I've I've even talked to some people that are like, I just, I don't even want more marketing. I don't even want more people, you know, like there's so much right now. So it is definitely hard right now with all the, the work and the things going and the labor shortages to say, yeah, let me take an hour out of my day and just talk about what I should be doing. But it's great to have you on. We've been working together for quite a while, like 14 years now we were talking about. So... Let's just kind of start out with yourself, uh, your background. How did you get into the insulation business and how did you find your way to Goalie Insulation?
3: Well, I started the insulation business when I was 20. Um, I just always liked, sounds kind of funny, I used to build model trains when I was a little kid. So I always liked making buildings, you know. Um, So that kind of just kind of got me interested in in the building um, business. Yeah, And, uh, I went to high school and we had a building trades class, so we built a house. So I had two years of that and that really got hands on at a, you know, at a young age. So that was wonderful. And then I went to college for a year, didn't find anything I wanted to do. And then I went into, found a job insulating, just, you know, just knocked on the door basically and got the job. So I started out loading trucks that type of thing. Very simple. Yeah. You know, 20 year old stuff. Yeah. Know. Yeah. And uh, then I worked for four companies actually before I came to Goalie. Um, so everybody that I'd worked for previous to Goalie was all about speed, get it done, get yeah, it fast, volume. volume. Yep. It was all about making a dime and my personality was more like, I want to do it right. You know? Yeah. So whenever I came to Goalie insulation, they, First thing that Dwayne Goley said to me is that he wants me to do the work like I would do it as it was my own home. So he said qualities first. So that really made a stand out yeah. for me. So I I got on board. So that was about twenty-eight years ago. Yeah, and, no,
2: <laughs> that's awesome.
3: And uh so I have spent my experience is I've spent 15 years installing insulation and then i was moved into a quality management for 5 years. Oh nice. So i was doing fixing things and finding, you know, any problems that we had, i was there, you know, to correct yeah. that and then to keep our company guided in a direction where we, these problems don't don't come up. Yeah. Um, and then i've been 14 years now in sales.
2: Yeah, no, that's an awesome theory because, you know, it's kind of similar to Mosby. You know, how do we do things the right way, the best way? How do we make sure, you know, everything's great? And doing that and having that is so important. It You know, I think people miss out on that, and they're all about just getting it done and getting through it and, you know, not worried about that. It just brings to all those jobs that have, you know, poor quality, things not done real, real well and everything. And, you know, I, I did find it, interesting about your high school and, you know, working on the house and stuff like that, because, you know, I just, we were talking about these labor shortages all the time and we don't have enough people. And, you know, I I did like a whole show about it a while back and talking about how, you know, nowadays everyone has to go to college. You must go to college. It doesn't matter. They will just keep telling you, go to college, go to college, go to college. If you want to be anything, go to college. And it's just not right for everybody, you know, and I kind of had the same path as you. I did about a year of college, maybe another semester of like a community college. And finally was like, man, I enjoy loading boxes and cutting grass and painting walls more than that, you know, and and just. But no one at my high school, you know, explained to me, you know, hey, Rich, you you only got an A in, in gym class and shop. Maybe you should consider something different, you know, that you might really actually enjoy. And I think that's what's brought us to a lot of the issues we have today is people just not going into it because they're just not making it available enough. Mm -hmm. You know, and if more people built a house in high school, they might really find out that they really enjoy that and can have a great future and a great career in it, you know. Um, So not to get off subject too far, but... It's just something that sparks in me when I hear that. Like, that is fabulous that your school did that and everything. And we need to get back to that. And, you know, here at Mosby, we're getting ready. Um, We're going to take our our warehouse at our office and and eventually here, probably next year, we're going to turn it into a training facility so that we can train our guys on different things. How to put onyx in a shower, how to put siding on a wall, how to flash the wall right. We're going to have mock-ups and you know, all this stuff in there so that we can make sure we've got good quality things happening and good quality people. And so managing that quality, like you were talking about, is just oh so important, you know. Um, so getting back into, you know, what you guys do and all this and that, how long has Goalie been in business?
3: Well, we, we will be celebrating our 50th year next year. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So... And I've seen so much growth since I've been there. So I've been there 28 years. Yeah. And we were a pretty small operation. But like I said, it was a quality operation and very well-planned operation. And uh, it's just been an absolute pleasure.
2: Yeah. No, I think, you know, that's – I think that's what gets a lot of companies there is having their eye on a different ball. You know, and and what are you doing and how are you doing it and all this different stuff. You know, talking about moving into like kind of consulting and sales and and all this other stuff 14 years ago. I did the same thing about the same time for Mosby about 14 years ago. And, you know, first thing Scott Mosby did for me is he set a book on on my desk and said, here you go. It's called Raving Fans. Short, easy read, you know. But it was just about the goal. What are you trying to achieve for people? You know, it's not about the job and how great the job. That all plays a part in how you're positively affecting a person. And you guys doing that is the exact same thing. Focusing on getting it right, having happy people in the end, making sure that, you know, it's the best thing possible. So what would you tell everybody out there like, why insulate? What are we? What are you doing? And, and what's the importance of insulating the home?
3: Well, that's a pretty simple answer. Um, sure, we insulate homes to save energy and maximize our comfort. That's that's what they've been doing since the beginning of man. I think. Yeah, you know. So that's that's a pretty pretty basic answer.
2: Sure. No, absolutely. But you know, hearing that, it kind of makes me think that a lot of people probably aren't really talking about maximizing comfort because most of them aren't talking about air infiltration. And really, it's like, that's a huge part of what maximizes comfort is, you know, having it work properly and not having air infiltrate. You can have, you know, the warmth and in the, in the temperature difference on a calm day, but You know, you get a windy day and all of a sudden it's infiltrating around your windows because you use fiberglass or something like that. And, you know, then all of a sudden you're just not comfortable for that particular day. So I think that's, you know, very, very important. So I would say let's kind of start kind of let's go over the house in the next three segments from the top down. Let's start in the attic and, and we'll work our way to the basement Um, So what are some different types of insulation, you know, that you guys use and and recommend in attics?
3: Um, Well, we use different types. We use blown in or loose fill insulation um, and that there's a cellulose insulation and there's also a fiberglass loose fill insulation. And then there's also in certain circumstances, we do uh, install spray foam insulation in attics. Um, And getting back to your point about air sealing, You know, in a a ventilated attic, there's lots of opportunities to save energy in an attic space. Oh, yes. Um, So we know that up to 30% of your heat and cooling loss is from air infiltration in your home. So there's, you know, plumbing pipes, wire holes, you know, um, HVAC penetrations. So there's lots of things that we can seal up and easily identify uh, through an inspection uh, whenever we come out. And um, yeah, uh, there's 60. Um, we also understand that there's 65% of energy losses through the ceiling of a home. So that's yeah. the most important area that we address uh, sure. as an insulation contractor. Um, we at Goalie spend a lot of time, you know, inspecting our attic. So you call us, we will come out and we'll give you a free inspection and uh, evaluation of your attic.
2: Yeah, and you know, I see it all the time. Um, the old whole house fans. Oh my gosh, like I've, I've literally, I had a client a while back that um, they actually had water running down the walls from the second floor on their stairwell. And it was literally From the whole house attic fan on like a 110 degree day, there was so much heat at the top of that, just literally condensation just running down the walls. They thought the roof was leaking, you know, and they Mm. literally saw these watermarks and thought they had roof leaks. And, you know, we, we took out that, sealed it up, you know, stopped the air, insulated. Those whole house, those old whole house attic fans, house fans, are literally like you said 65 percent through not just create like a two foot by two foot hole in the top of your attic and bam you know like uh, it's it's got a metal louver on it it's it's amazing Um, so if you could do like if you went to somebody and said all right we should redo your attic what would be the best air sealing system and type of insulation that you would put on there to really Come out with a great positive insulated air sealed attic?
3: Well, the very best way would be to remove the existing insulation in an attic space. Yeah. Um, to do the complete, you know, like uh, best job possible. Yeah. So we would come in and we, 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 uh, provide the service of removal of the insulation and then we spray what we call a skim coat of spray foam yep. on the entire floor of the attic space so that 100% seals any penetrations, any air infiltration, that's going to be 100%. Um, and then we um, add loose fill insulation over that. Yep, That's a pretty standard way and very cost-effective way to create The most energy savings and the most comfort as possible.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I'm, you know, I'm explaining these different things to clients all the time, so that when we do get to that stage and we get you guys out at a trade partner walkthrough or kind of figuring out, you know, some of this stuff, we can actually then, you know, let them understand what's the best, what's down the middle. What do you really think you want and really think you're after, you know, in that? It's really about educating the person to understand this is what's going to happen. This is how it helps you. And if you don't understand how it helps you, you just, it's hard to see the value in in what someone's talking about. So we're going to get into our first break here. But when we get back, we're going to have my hack. And I want to get into my on the road segment too where we could talk more about an attic that you had seen, made some advice, then things didn't happen. And we actually had to go back and end up changing this house um, and their ceiling and some work. So kind of ended up to be a really big deal for them with that. But So I wanna get into all of that. Once we're done with the attic, let's get down. We'll get into some walls. So everybody out there, stay tuned. You're not gonna wanna miss all this information and we'll be right back.
4: Podcast, all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast
2: and now here's rich's right at home hack all right everybody we are back uh, rich's right at home hack here and in- you know it doesn't get any easier than this. If you find cleaning your blinds to be as tedious a project as I do, then you will love this genius DIY blind cleaner hack that will save you some time. You'll need a few supplies here. You'll need a pair of tongs, two microfiber dust cloths, and four rubber bands. Simply attach the dust dust cloths around the the tongs each side with the two rubber bands. And bam, you just created the most efficient DIY blind, blind cleaning tool ever. Now, you can dust your blinds easy, quick, no problem whatsoever. Remember, you can find my hacks every week. Search me on Facebook or LinkedIn. Rich Orris Mosby should take you right to it. And we're sitting here with Jim Oberts from Goalie Insulation Um, Having a great conversation from the roof down, attic down, how to insulate your home. Um, And I want to, I'm going to go, Jim, right into my on the road segment where I, where I talk about things that we've done and visited and, and talked about with clients and work we've done with some clients because, you know, over the years we've done a lot together, but this particular client, it was, you had actually been out in a, Buy some stuff to do when they were building the house and, and the home builder didn't do everything that you advised. And they skipped really a major step on the uh, kitchen ceiling. It was kind of the whole main area, great room, hearth and, and kitchen and everything. It was a quite a big area, vaulted ceiling, and they kept getting mold on this ceiling and she finally, you know, had me come out and I'm looking at it and everything. And and then once I got you involved, you know, I was surprised to find out that you were there and you were like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. I said, we should have done this and that. And, you know, so, and so what they, they did was they put up like shiplap wood on this vaulted ceiling and they put nothing behind it, no drywall, nothing to, create any kind of of blockade, sealer, you know, from the attic space through this shiplap, which has a seam every, like, five inches, you know, in this shiplap. And it's wood, so it'll it'll expand and contract, and the the gaps will open up. And, you know, and you advise different and better way to insulate it to try and stop. They went with just regular old fiberglass which as we know, you know, air just blows right through fiberglass. So if you get, you know, attic ventilation working and sucking and pulling air, you know, it's exactly like that whole house fan. It just pulls the air straight out of your conditioned house, straight up into that attic. And they were just literally forming condensation Um, and then getting mold and watermarks and all this stuff on this beautiful wood ceiling. And it was, It was a real shame, but, you know, we had to come in and take this entire ceiling down. We had you guys insulate the way that you had recommended in the first place to get it ventilating and everything, and then we put drywall, fire taped and everything, blocked air that way too, and then put this ceiling, you know, new ceiling back up over it. Can you kind of explain what went wrong with the insulation part of that attic?
3: Well, what happened was is that whenever you put shiplap up, just like you said, it leaks air. So there's you have to have an air barrier. Yeah. So there's no air barrier there. So that air is going to come right through the shiplap. You're going to have condensation where that attic air meets the interior conditioned air. And that's what happened. So during construction, I was told that they were going to do shiplap so i recommended that they put drywall on all those surfaces yeah and fire taped it and then put their shiplap on so i told them if you don't do that you're going to have a major problem yeah and they did unfortunately didn't follow my advice
2: yeah i know and it's such a shame when they when they don't follow the advice but again i think it's I think that goes back to what we were talking about earlier with the with the places you used to work in volume, make a dime, do this stuff. And they go, we just don't have it in there. We can't, you know, this and that. And I think sometimes, you know, I think people are afraid of like, it's going to be too much. So someone just won't want to do it. But if you explain it and why it needs to happen and why it's there. People understand that, and more people will actually do what's best if you explain it the right way. They won't just look at the cost; they'll look at, oh gosh, well, what are the repercussions? How does that, you know? And they'll go to that, and and more people will do that. And you know, it's about trying to do the right thing, and don't be afraid of that. Just advise it, and and see what happens. And people will do stuff. It's awesome. Um, which actually, you know, kind of brings me into a question that we got because you know, you were talking about doing that layer of spray foam and, you know, really sealing that attic. And so every week, and I'll remind everybody else too, you know, we do a ask ask the expert, Expert, you can ask Rich anything you want about your house. Just put a question on my social media on Facebook, search Rich Orris Mosby on Facebook, post a question there that you have and we'll answer it on the next week's program. So this person apparently had an issue with, you know, f- spray foam insulation in their home and the smell from it lasting what they said was for months. So do you have any thoughts on, you know, why would the smell last so long from that foam?
3: Well, it's extremely important to use professionals so issues like this don't arise. Goli insulation has never had this issue. Health and safety are our number one concern. We have professional, trained crews with decades of experience for your peace of mind.
2: Yeah, and getting it right and doing it right is is really what's going to probably help all those weird, you know, issues from happening. Um, I'll never forget the the one um, cantilever that we worked on out in St. Charles that um, it was over their bathtub and. They, they had regular fiberglass insulation. The bathtub was always cold and, you know, it was just always like never comfortable. And so they had an energy audit done and this company advised they go in there and they put spray foam instead of that fiberglass. And what they did was they encased the drain in the foam and then they didn't put enough foam around it thick enough to really help with a great R value And so what happened was when it started getting all that cold air underneath that, it froze the water in the P trap and the the homeowner was describing it to me of he was watching the ice like grow out of his drain into his bathtub. Mm. And he's like, I had these people out. They were supposed to make this better. And literally there is ice growing out of my drain into the inside of my bathroom in my bathtub. And, you know, we really came in, I got you with me and we looked at it and, you know, we, we kind of built a box around that to keep it, you know, open and breathing with the warm side of the home and then did the right amount of foam all around it and everything. And, you know, just understanding that is so important. And it's so different than someone just showing up and spraying an inch of foam and going, yep, you should be good and closing it back up. And there you go. You know, you're off to this horrible, horrible problem. But let's get into walls here. So, you know, once we get down to the walls, I know there's some codes changing. I know, you know, some municipalities were doing two by six exterior walls, things like that to make it better. But what are the different types of insulation in the walls, exterior walls of a home? And what do you guys recommend for that?
3: Well, there's a lot of choices for wall insulation, Um, Number one, we want to meet the code requirement on any type of a new project. A room addition typically is what we're normally working on. Yeah. And um, we just have to make sure that we abide by local codes. And then we have different types of insulation, you know, that we talked about before. We have cellulose insulation we can put in the wall. We have... Fiberglass batting we can put in the wall. We have fiberglass blown-in blanket system we can put in the wall, or we can put spray foam in the wall. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, whenever you get into the more retrofit, whenever you're doing existing walls, it's really important to have an expert come out and look at that to see what is the best application. Yeah. So sometimes you do need to do spray foam in that wall for certain reasons, or bat- fiberglass batting is okay for that. You know, because we want to come come across with a solution, so we want to do um, what's best for that particular project and what makes the most sense overall. Oh yeah, for the for the lifetime of the home. So yep. there's different different things that we can do with different budgets as well.
2: Yeah, and you know, they're all different. All homes are different. All areas are different. You know, I've had them where you're out by a farm field and you get so much wind. It's like, wow, yeah, you really should have thought about air infiltration because you're on the flattest land ever. I'm watching the, the corn bend towards your house, and it's just taking a beating, you know, from the flat Illinois land and, and, and wind just blowing right over it. And I've had plenty of issues like that, you know. Um, but do you, So do you ever do anything with interior walls, or is there ever a reason to really insulate an interior wall?
3: We do. Uh, we do a lot of projects with you, and um, we also will insulate like bathroom walls. We'll yeah. insulate around bedroom walls, any area that may have a sound that would be you'd want to dampen. You know, mechanical rooms. Yeah. Um, that type of thing, and that's typically done when the walls cavity is open and available. Yes. And fiberglass insulation is cost-effective and effective at sound control. So that's really your best.
2: Yeah, yeah, for an interior sound purpose is yes. probably the best way to go. And, yes. and yeah, soundproofing is, you know, I get that question a lot too. There's a whole nother way to drywall, layers, all that stuff. But that, you know, sound soundproof insulation, a lot of people think that's the end of it. and they're looking for soundproofing, there's a big difference, you know, than trying to soften and dampen and, and things like that and you have to also think of how things connect you know like to the second floor or down in the basement you got a you know ductwork right by it you got cold air right by it and they're only trying to focus on the wall and you're literally getting it through the floor because of all those mechanical things that it can easily travel through and and all that stuff but you know what um another thing that me and you have done a ton of times and I love your guys system is crawl spaces so we're going to get into our final break here but coming back from the break we're going to look at basement best way for that crawl spaces how did they used to be how are they done now what's the difference and why so we'll be right back You're listening to Ride at Home with Rich. And now, here's your host, Rich Horace. All right, everybody, we're back. Final segment here. We've got Jim Oberts with Goalie Insulation with me. We've been working together, trying to make St. Louis more comfortable, warmer, and just better all the way around. We've been working together at this for about 14 years now with you, Jim. And um, so I want to... I want to wrap up the walls real quick and then we can get into the basement and the crawl spaces. But um, because I forgot to ask you, too, is like, so once we do the walls, we insulate the walls, we put in the doors and windows and everything. What do you guys recommend, you know, insulation type and, and how to seal up doors and windows?
3: Well, we have two products that we use to seal windows and doors, and that's low expansion foam and caulk. Either one of them will work well.
2: Okay. Yeah. The low expansion foam is definitely, you know, it's again, it's like that attic. Stop the air, stop the air from moving stop it from infiltrating. So you do that low expansion foam and you're going to completely stop that. Um, I remember years ago, you know, 30 years ago, working in the field, just learning how to do this type of work and stuff. And, you know, we put in a a retrofit window that has no way to seal it. It has no fins or anything. And we stuff some fiberglass insulation around it with a shim. And and then we caulk some siding J to it. And we hope for the best. And so much air would infiltrate through and around that stuff. It was absolutely crazy. But um, so getting into the basement. So when you get into, let's just start with a regular eight foot port, you know, basement. In, in a in a normal house, what do you recommend, and and how would be, what would be the best way to insulate around a basement like that?
3: Around a basement, so typically we have issues in basements. So we have cobwebs, we have spiders, we have drafts in the basements. Yeah. So what we want to do there is install spray foam on the rim joists. Yeah. So for the same reasons, we're air sealing everything else. So that's going to stop the air from coming in. It's going to stop bugs from coming in and also when you spray foam against a rim joist there's no possibility of mold growing on the surface of that of that rim joist so it solves a lot of problems yeah in that area
2: yep and you know i i see it all the time and i'm sure it's probably still to code and we'll we'll get to that you know when we get into crawl spaces too but you know you they put the fiberglass around all those band boards rim joists and everything And I have so many clients that show me their insulation and they go, I think I have mold. Look at my insulation and they pull down a piece of that fiberglass, you know, from between the floor joists and it's got all this black stuff on the edges and everything. And I'm like, yep, nope, that's not mold. That's dirt. It's air, you know, um, blowing through it and just it's like a filter. You know, so again, it goes back to that statement I said earlier about comfort. It's like on a, on a calm day, that'll work really well on a windy day blowing in, or you're that farmhouse with the wind blowing, getting under the siding and everything. And yep, that'll happen. And you might be uncomfortable down there if it's cold day, you know, cause you're, you're getting just cold air blowing right in around everything. So let's talk about crawl spaces. Cause I've, fixed so many i've seen so many i know there's basic way to do it there's better ways to do it there's how they really used to do it so what is your take on crawl spaces how did they used to do it and you know then we can get into what's the best way
3: to do it well in the past they didn't do anything in crawl spaces (laughs) they (laughs) did nothing so they just acted like they were not part of the house Um, but as time went on, you know, we discovered that, you know, you need to insulate that space. So, um, back in the seventies, they had fiberglass insulation was ready, readily available. And we would put that in the, the ceilings of the crawl space. And that is a code compliant still today process.
2: Yeah. And that, it's amazing to me that that's still a good code compliant process because, I've seen so much, you know, not work with that theory. Um, And I'm sure eventually they might start to change their thinking on that. It probably takes years and years to get to all these different things. But, you know, to kind of remind everybody out there, a lot of the codes that are out there, they're, they're really for two reasons. One's like a safety thing. So there's a lot of safety issues with, you know, smoke detectors and things like that. But the other is just kind of like a bare minimum thing. Don't let people do less than the minimum. That's really what they're after, which means they're not necessarily forcing people to do more than the minimum, right? They're not saying we should do this the best way. So, you know, there's a lot of like with, you know, house wrap and, Siding over siding, there's a lot of that stuff even around here that's still co compliant, and I'm like we at Mosby would never ever do that. We just took that out of our vocabulary, we're way above that we're We're not gonna you know do something so simple like that that can cause problems down the road, so knowing that it can still be done that way, and that's okay um. What would be the absolute best system out there that you guys can perform that would close off, hold the moisture, and really control that crawl space, you know, to the max?
3: Yeah, goalie Insulation recommends the encapsulation method. Um, because we've learned that 50% of the air that we breathe in our home comes from the crawl space. So, Wow. Yeah, so it's a health and safety concern, not only uh, an energy efficiency and comfort concern. Yeah. And what we do is we put a vapor barrier on the ground of the crawl space, and we seal that vapor barrier with a double-sided tape that's high quality. It never dries. It's like a tar tape uh, made for that application. And then we spray typically two inches of closed cell foam on the wall um, from the From the footing all the way up to the subfloor. So we encapsulate the space. And what that does, it locks out all the air, so you'll have no air coming in that crawl space, and you also have no moisture drive because we have the vapor barrier is on the ground and sealed, and also that spray foam itself is a vapor barrier. So we will not have mold. None of yeah. those concerns that we have from crawl spaces. So it's the perfect way to address all of those issues.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, we've obviously done that system so many times together to, we do it when we, a lot of times when we build new room additions, you know, on a crawl space and everything. Um, and yet also we do it a lot to correct the issues from the old way of like open a vent each side, close that vent in the winter, You know, floors covered in insulation and and all of that, and and it really does not only the health and safety and all of that, but it improves the comfort level too. You know, with the air sealing and everything. All the ones that we fix, every single time I've had people coming back going, "Oh my gosh, that my kitchen is so much more comfortable now!" Like I can't believe that you took out insulation and add it in a different spot, and I'm more comfortable than when I had that insulation. They're always totally amazed, you know, at how that works. And I always tell people, think of it as like a reverse of a swimming pool, right? Swimming pools are trying to hold the water. Well, we're trying to keep the moisture from the ground and everything underneath it, you know, from coming up. And, you know, typically a lot of people do a crawl space. They put a sheet of plastic down. They put rock on top of it. And that plastic is not sealed, and it does not help. I mean, it just all comes out around the edges, right? It just gets there right. it. It's amazing how it just still gets there um so now, looking at um someone finishing their basement, framing the basement, creating some space in a basement, how would what, what do you recommend on you know insulating the walls of that basement? should they what should they use, stuff like that?
3: Right. Um. After you spray foam the rim joist, you have that done, and then I recommend just simply fiberglass batting. Yeah, it's it's inexpensive. We don't have any any air pressures from the outside. We have a foundation wall. Um, fiberglass batting is is a common, obvious choice for that yeah, location. Yeah, yeah,
2: absolutely. And and really let it breathe. You know, this is where it's kind of like. The fiberglass is almost important the other way because we're saying well stop air infiltration well now that you've done that having the fiberglass in the wall you can let that wall actually breathe and circulate and we always say no vapor barriers no plastic don't put anything that blocks air or or collects you know moisture condensation on it stuff like that is just not a great idea so we are getting pretty close to the end here can you tell everybody you know, where they can find you guys, how can they get in touch with Goalie?
3: Well, they can contact us on our website at goalieinc.com, G-O-L-E-Y-I-N-C.com. Or you can reach us by phone, 618-286-3355.
2: Awesome, awesome. And I want to remind everybody again, if you have any questions about your home, insulation-wise or anything, go to my Facebook. Look me up, Rich Oris Mosby and it'll take you right to my professional page ask your question post it there the following saturday tune in we'll answer your questions live on the air every week as they come in just trying to keep in touch with everybody out there and you know keep it keep it good with everybody like that and also you can have mosby out you can find us at callmosby.com You can give us a call, 314-909-1800. Have us come out. We can help look at these issues, fix things, get involved on the whole system of the home. You'll absolutely love it. Hey, Jim, thanks for coming out again. Appreciate it. Had a great time with you.
3: Thanks, Rich. It's always
2: a pleasure. Appreciate it. We'll talk to everybody later.
1: Get more at 971talk.com.